0: Good morning, you're listening to 3CR, the only
1: radio left. Yes, good morning from the 3CR and good morning from left after breakfast. Hello from me, Susanna. And I must apologise, dear listener. We have a shortened programme this morning. My family has suffered a recent tragedy and I just haven't had the time to put the show together. But one thing I want to do is talk about John Cummins. And it's 15 years ago. 15 years on the 29th of August, just a couple of days back. John died of a brain tumour on the 29th of August 2006. He was just 58 years old. His working life was spent in the construction industry and he dedicated his life to working people. In particular, he fought for the improvement of the health and well-being of construction workers and to advance their status. He was also devoted to supporting young people experiencing disadvantage. He was the president of the North Heidelberg Junior footy club oh, for a number of years. Under his leadership, there was an emphasis on building a culture of inclusion and developing young players. John believed that team sport could be a positive influence on disaffected young people. And he was right. He assisted numerous of these young people into apprenticeships and into jobs in the construction industry, because he was um, like that. He could connect and engage with people from all walks of life, from wide-ranging backgrounds in industry and business and politics. But mainly, what John did was he treated everyone with respect. He was a role model to his peers in this regard. He was an inspirational leader, and he wasn't only motivated by injustice, but by the spirit and strength of those whom he represented. He was a great man, and sadly missed. I miss him. And apart from everything else that he did, through his union work, through representing his members, through caring for young people, I always remember his support of me in 1995 when my son was killed. Anyhow, I see that there's a new version of the Builders' Labourer song, which mentions Camo in it. So I'm going to have to play it for you, won't I? We're putting up new
2: buildings we're knocking down the old we're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold With labor power we bargain with for a hard and weekly pay produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA We're born here or born in Italy or Greece or Spain or Ireland or England or Fiji. We all of us are workers united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fight in history. We never will be cowed. A build of labor is a name to make a worker proud.
3: Competition, right? But there's no prizes. There's no prizes for us having a beach fight with this crew. We're in to win it. It's a 15 round and this is the best hits the first two rounds, then Mr. Kane, Mr. Brennan, name the Irish drop
2: one. We faced deregistration. It backfired in the face. We're not full by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete poles to back our log of claims Come on, was a mighty Unionist, a BL through and through A warrior of the working class, he spoke for me and you he saw through bosses bullshit and never sold a short dare to struggle dare to win was the lesson that he taught so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high it's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history, we never will be cowed. For builders' labor is the name to make a worker proud. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face. Our limit is the sky. We've got a fight in history. We never will be cowed. A builder's labourer is a name to make a worker proud.
1: And thank you, Terry Costello, for playing for us that new version. Another version, they're all as good as each other, of the Builders' Labourers song. Good on you, comrade. You're listening to 3CR 855 AM, on digital and on the internet, www.3cr.org.au. And while we're on the subject of Builders' Labourers, I'll be crossing very shortly to the BL from the Bush And I really appreciate the BL from the Bush when it keeps reminding me, reminding us of the absolute waste of money that this government, this federal government, gets into. It just adds up and adds up and adds up. It's pretty unbelievable, really, how they imagine they can get away with it. I know how they imagine they'll get away with it. They think we are too stupid, to realize what they are doing, because they really don't care about us. In fact, I'm sure that this pandemic, this dreadful plague, has shown us exactly what the federal government, and, and in particular, the Prime Minister, who should be working for us, that is, after all, his job. It shows us exactly what he thinks of us. We are nothing We are just meaningless nothing because his only concern is about business. Keep business going and just bugger the rest of us. We can all die as long as someone like Harvey Norman can keep their doors open and keep trying to make money. I don't know why people buy anything from that man, from that firm. I suppose it's because we're bombarded with advertising about him. Advertising, mind you, paid for with our money. But just before we hear from the BL from the bush, I will have to play that fabulous union song, that, wow, union marching song, that, to me, is the spirit of the BL from the bush and it's a spirit of the bagman <laughs>
3: my face, scatter my rights all over the place, and take the bread from off my plate, but you can't break me, lock me out, chain the gates, put black shirts in with dogs and mace, I'll hold the line, won't step away, cause you can't break me, I belong, you belong, we belong to the union, don't count me out, when I'm on the floor, we'll win again, we one before the streets will ring with a mighty roar Cause you can't break me Stocks rise up on workers' backs Profits soar while you hand out the sack Boardroom bullies bloated and fat But you can't break me Australia's sold to mates offshore Backroom deals and chunky law This day has come, we say no more You can't break me I belong You belong, we belong to the Union I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union We won't turn away if you dare us to fight I swear I'll never lay down We'll be back, millions strong, women and men united as one, cause you can't break me. There's a warning here to the men in grey, the pipers come, it's time to pay. We're taking back what you stole away, cause you can't break me. I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union. I belong, you belong, we belong to the Union.
1: And never forget that, will you, listener? But anyway, let's get over to the BL from the bush, joined for a few minutes this morning by his friend, Jaffa the Red Healer, sometimes known as the Devil Dog. But anyway, take it away, BL from the bush.
0: G'day, comrade. Hello, listener. This is the uh, BL from the bush calling in. Hope you are all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And, um... COVID free. Just speaking about the old COVID, I see we're all sloughed up again and going to be for a while to come. So it's pretty obvious that the solution here is to everyone get their, get their jabs um, as quickly as possible and spread the word out because uh, as much as everyone is disappointed and has a bit to say on whether the lockdowns or the situation we're in is 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 uh needed or not but the whole thing is that if people are vaccinated well it gives a fair chance of of this sort of stuff not happening so yeah just ring up book in and get yourself uh fixed up speaking of stitching up well you know old scotty old scrotey up there in in the house of debauchery, you know he can't help himself they're they're all they're all of them yeah, are all up to the no goods again. Now a while back, I, I sort of did a thing there about Scotty. How good are you? You know the <clears throat> Scotty from marketing. You know we big claim to fame. Where, where the bloody hell are you? Well, you know where the bloody hell are you, Scotty? Now I'd just like to um, bring your attention to a uh, to a few things I've been jotting down of late. So if you bear with me, I'll um, I'll give you a bit of a a bit of a Scotty and. uh the coalition government's sort of track record, its late. So we'll go on, we'll start off with the uh, <clears throat> with this vaccine stroll out. You know, M- Morrison didn't bother to get enough vaccine for the country, tried to get a cheaper deal on the Pfizer, failed, then was left out in the cold with no recourse left but to lie to the, to the general public. When pressure's on the subject of not enough vaccine and the urgency to get more vaccine into the arms of the people... He said, "No, nah, it's not a race. It's all right. You know, it, it's there's plenty there. Just take your time, and everything will be right." Well, <laughs> we all know what's uh, what's right and what was a race and what's not. Anyway, he also uh, he failed to prioritise emergency services, health workers, and society's most vulnerable for immediate vaccine, you know, vaccine jabs. He held press press conferences that were confusing, inaccurate politically motivated and also personal views not always in line with that of health professionals. Failed at making sure federal aged homes were to be a priority for the vaccine. Aged care homes, sorry, for the vaccine. Instead, he tried to shift the blame onto the state governments. <laughs> Gee, how about that? Over these, over the, nearly the two years of him trying to lead the country through this pandemic, has failed miserably. His incompetence is second to none. What he then does is turn to the state leaders for help. Mind you, he had attacked a few of them for failing, as he he said, in their state responsibilities. Well, you know, I mean, I think quite a few people here in Victoria don't think that Dan was failing on state responsibilities. He He stopped a lot of stuff. We're not like New South Wales, that's for sure. Anyway... Only then is there some confidence in the direction the country is taking to try and minimise the effect of this virus. Morrison continually ignores the advice from specialist professional health officials outside of his yes minister cabinet and puppeteers. This advice could have very easily been avoided another lockdown and hit to the economy. He keeps stumbling along and attempts spinning and lying his way out of more embarrassing failures as a leader. And you know that's the whole thing is just, you know we've needed a leader here in this country for quite some time over this just just on the on the pandemic when a lot of people are hurting yet he just goes missing all the time you know and as I said where the bloody hell are you Scotty so and here we go in the, our, our I, I said this the other week to you about this continual waste of taxpayers' money your money. You know, uh, they've just got this thing in their head that it's, it's theirs. It's, it's, it's because they're in government and that this money is just theirs to do what they like with without any sort of scrutinising or any sort of telling you, what, you, the taxpayer, what we're doing with their money. So here's just a little bit of an idea of what's been happening. Just a systematic waste of taxpayers' money. Yeah, Morrison and 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 the little the the yeah the little Zionist little little Josie you know from from Young have just wantonly wasted taxpayers' dollars, shelling out billions on self serving projects. Here's just a couple that'll that'll jog your memory, and while it does it, I really would think that you should be taking a real real humbridge at this because yeah, you know, this is just this is for them, them and theirs, so they can just keep getting bumped back into Parliament. And just using and abusing the 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 money that's uh, available to them, your money that is. So we've got car park routes, six hundred and sixty million; sports routes, hundred and two million. And there was a Sydney Airport land deal, thirty million. COVID app that really worked well. and is working well, isn't it? That's that's that was just ten million. And they reckon that's costing about seventy thousand bucks a week just to run. Why? Because it never just doesn't do anything. But anyway. And then, of course, then there's the robo-debt. Wasn't that a real nice little number that they did on the, our, our Most Vulnerable People? That cost $2 billion. And then there's the War Memorial. Turn that into what they want to turn that into a uh, museum up there. And that's $500 million. Listener, $500 million, half a billion of dollars. And that's, at the moment, that hasn't finished yet or, or got going yet. So that's not bad. I sort of said the other week I was, um, about how that all turned out and you just, you just got to shake your head with all the, the trouble that's going on at the moment. You just think something like that just would be, would be stopped and then the money that's been allotted to that to be put into um, helping us get over this uh, problem we have at the moment. So these are just a few examples of the want and waste of the taxpayer dollar. There are plenty more, but this is just a tip of the iceberg that should be enough to get you thinking about what they think is the use of their money. Of course, it's the coalition's money, not the taxpayers. Theirs to do what they like with no explanation and shrouded in secrecy. And that's the thing. It's this: all that they do is that they hide it. They hide what they're doing with it. I mean... It it wouldn't be so bad if they come out and say we're doing this, we're doing it. No, but no, it, it's just digging. There's there's people got to dig, dig, dig and find out what where all this money, your money, is going to. So we get along a little bit further and we go yeah, We get our old job keeper. Here we go again. Morrison's, you know, Jack grade being used as a social security reciprocant's job keeper, who have allegedly fraud of the government by filling out a JobKeeper forms incorrectly, or in some cases, as which is being documented, filling out the forms as directed by Centrelink staff, just like uh, Robo debt scheme of intimidation and accusations of fraud. Tried to redeem the money of reciprocants was found to be illegal. The same people are involved in the recovery of these JobKeeper overpayments. The same bullying tactics and threats. And intimidation are being used on the vulnerable people as was in the previous new start and DSP programs that that they just harangued harassed bullied put the put the uh, the, the debt collectors out onto or the same mob who did that are now chasing the uh, job keeper reciprocants now here, in, in, uh, and just on that listener is that the hypocrisy of this. The hypocrisy is just bold-faced here. It's the hypocrisy of this cruel, heartless, vindictive, see a struggling head and kick at coalition government. They have a different attitude to the employers on JobKeeper. Now, the employers on JobKeeper, to be known hereafter as Dividend Keeper. So we've got a new one here. We've got the stroll out now. We've got Dividend Keeper. Because just the, just the normal run-of-the-mill uh, worker is uh, scrutinised and looked at, but the old dividend keeper, well, you know, he can, he, uh, they can just do what they like. So the uh, budget, the Parliamentary Budget Office report says twelve billion dollars. Twelve billion dollars was paid to companies that did not experience fall in sales in 2020. One billion went to publicly listed companies that saw profits rise or pay dividends and bonus to investors and board members. Dividend keepers saw companies like Harvey Norman, Crown, Private Schools, Qantas, just to mention a few, refuse to pay the money back. And just on Crown, oh, they've got a real good track record of telling pork pies to the old ATO, haven't they? They're not real bad at that. They just, they're pretty good at the old, it's it's looking real good for old Scrody, you know, where are you, mate? You know, all this stuff, it's just, just, just keeps piling up. This is just bits and pieces that I've, I've sort of picked out that he just endlessly gets away with. Now, then there's the ATO, like the ATO, the Australian Tax Office. It it's got a fair say in in, in just about everybody's life here that pays taxes. But it, when it comes to these people, these the people on dividend keeper, you know, they're they're not too uh, forthright and coming forward there. So right, the tax office is just just refused to give the Senate... No, There's a Senate inquiry into it, by the way, listener. Just refused to give the Senate inquiry information of about 10,000 companies that received JobKeeper or DividendKeeper. It would have given the inquiry a chance to find out who was rotting the system. But the ATO Commissioner, Chris Jordan, refused on the ground... Now, you love this, listener. you got to love this. Refused on the grounds of public interest immunity. Now, that... That to me is just sort of means that as soon, soon as the, the, the well- healed are under the spotlight and the, the ATO, which will just hound you and me and the rest of us in, into the ground over just a few dollars and get, forget to put the interest or something on your, on your earnings in your, in your um, tax tax form, they'll belch you. but no, not this mob. So they've got this thing called the public interest immunity. So here we see the double standard and hypocrisy of this government. If you are a person in receipt of social security entitlements, you are hounded, bullied, victimised, living in fear of the sound of the Coalition's jackboot debt recovery team coming down the street to harass you on an endless or endless text messages, phone calls, emails. But large companies and businesses don't have, have to show what they have done with the taxpayer dollar. Why is it such a secret? What are they hiding and how are they allowed to get away with this? Well, you know, that, that's that's the question that's always sort of bothered me: is that why are we letting this this government, this cruel, heartless, head kicking government, get away with this stuff time and time again? So, you know, and 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 I just want to finish off here. If I get the other thing here is that. Over the years, there's always been this mention of the ICAC, this Independent Commission Against Corruption Act. You know, it's been some state governments have it under different names. It's supposed to put the whole system under under a, a under a bit of a spotlight. But uh, I, I'm just thinking that there should be more more focus put on this because this sort of stuff is just keeps going on and on and on, especially with this government. So politicians of the major parties are guilty of dragging their feet on the federal ICAC, and you may, ask, you may ask why. Well, it's very obvious that they hate being scrutinised on their actions, whether it be on personal behaviour or their involvement in wasting taxpayer dollars for their own political ends. Not only would, a, would an ICAC clean up what is obviously a toxic workplace, and we've all heard about that up there in the House of Debauchery, also make sure that that it's a clear and transparent Process in place that we're all subject to. So just, just really want to say to you, listener, that um, you know there, there is an election coming up soon. So I would just like you to really think about what's been going. Just, just a few points. There's, there's quite a lot of other stuff that's that's abhorrent that this this coalition government does. But, but just think about what they're doing with your money, and who gets it and who doesn't, and. And, and I'm sure that you would see that people that aren't getting are the ones that most most need our taxpayer dollar. So just have a bit of a think about it, uh, listener, and talk up your mates and talk up have, when you have discussions when you're out when you get out of being sloughed up and when you we can still talk on the phones and everything. So just just get this thing in in motion that we need to get rid of this greedy, selfish. Heartless. You see a struggling, head kicking government. Just let's get rid of them and put them, Put the rest of them under under a bit of under a bit of scrutiny. That'll probably do me for the day, comrades. Um, so yeah, all be safe, be COVID safe. Uh, get your jabs. I'll go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. This is a be off from the bush saying goodbye from. Uh, left after breakfast
1: thank you bl from the bush and thank you for those few comments from jaffa the red healer as i said earlier listener i'm sorry that this show is shortened this morning i explained why earlier i've had a lot of problems with my family we had a tragic loss a very immediate loss and i really didn't have the time to put the whole one hour show together for this morning but I'll see you next week, same time, same place, and we'll bring you the usual suspects that's the 3CR resident historian, Ask Bucko, and of course, the Bagman. Catch you later.